After generating over a million dollars in sales and selling one of her businesses with a single email, your host, Katherine Thompson, takes an unconventional approach to marketing and sales. So if you're ready to tap into a more powerful way to be seen, heard, and a sought-after entrepreneur in your industry without having to spend endless hours marketing your business and chasing clients, you're in the right place. Be the Sought-After Entrepreneur Podcast is here to help you ditch the cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all approach to marketing and use your unique energy to effortlessly attract the most aligned clients. When you do this, you can spend less time marketing your business and more time doing your soul work and enjoying the richness of your life. Welcome to Be the Sought After Entrepreneur Podcast. And here's your host, Katherine Thompson. Hey, hey, Katherine here. I am so glad you're tuning in to today's episode. If you're new to the show, welcome, welcome. I'm stoked you are here. If you've been around for a bit, you know I'm all about keeping it real with you, showing you all the sides of entrepreneurship and life. I mean, it's all connected, right? I have no desire to sugarcoat things or paint this picture that this journey we are on is all rainbows and butterflies, because it ain't. What I do promise to bring is truth and transparency to each and every episode. I'm also never going to promise that I have everything figured out, because let's be honest, who does? My hope with each episode is to bring you along on this journey with me as I learn and grow. As Brené Brown says, if you're not in the arena getting your ass kicked, I don't want your feedback. Well, I want you to see me as your friend in the arena equally getting my ass kicked, but inspiring you to keep going because I get it, because I'm living it each and every day, and that the perspectives I share on the show are real freaking life perspectives in the arena types of perspectives like the one I'm going to share with you today. Because I want you to know that we all experience moments where we aren't playing full out, where you might have this fear or doubt because we're scared things won't work out or worried about what others might think. And anybody in this entrepreneurial space that tells you otherwise, I want you to run as fast as you can in the opposite direction. And I want you to know This is totally normal. These feelings of doubt and fear are normal, but they're also here to keep you playing small. And I'm here to empower you to step up and play full out, despite the fear that you might be feeling. Because my big mission has always been to help make it easier for people to express themselves authentically and get paid for it. But more importantly, to create a world where we embrace each other, even if we're different. Because I believe a lot of our world's problems boil down to our inability to accept our differences and we spend so much of our freaking energy trying to change people or write them off if we don't agree with their views. Cancel culture is real, my friends. The thing is, it's our differences that make this world a beautiful and better place. And I believe as entrepreneurs, you and I both who choose to carve our own path, have the capacity to change the world for the better. So I invite you along this journey because together we can make the world a better place and encourage more people to express themselves authentically and stand up for what they truly believe in, but also feel safe to be able to do that. With that, I want to know who you are and what you do. And if you find these episodes inspiring, empowering, thought-provoking, or whatever it might be, I'd love for you to take a screenshot of you listening to it and tag me at Creatively Owned in Instagram stories. This way, I know you're finding the content valuable, and I also get to connect with you on Instagram, where I hang out a lot of the time when I'm not podcasting. Awesome. Now, 
Let's dive into the good stuff, shall we? Today, as I mentioned, I'm going to get a little raw with you about what I've been up to over the last year and the lessons that I've learned. And to be honest, the lessons that I'm continually learning as I'm on this lovely journey of entrepreneurship. Some of you might know this, but it's been a year now since I stepped away from my brick and mortar business to go full time in my online business. It's also been a full year since I've launched my group coaching program, Messaging That Sells. And if I'm being really honest with you today, I've hesitated relaunching it because serving my one-to-one clients feels safer. And I don't really think I fully knew that until a couple of weeks ago, one of my mentors gave me a little gentle nudge or kick in the butt, kind of called me out on it and asked me why I hadn't relaunched messaging that sells. And I just said, well, you know, I wanted to work intimately with my one-to-one clients and I just feel like I can create better connections. And when we kind of boiled it down even further, that was not at all why I wasn't relaunching. And I'm going to share with you why. Here's the thing. I grew up playing competitive sports. So winning and losing has been ingrained in my brain from a very, very young age. Even more ingrained is the meaning and the feelings attached to each one. Losing, as many of you probably know, if you've played sports, competitive sports, or maybe you're just naturally competitive person, maybe you're competitive at playing board games. I'm also competitive at playing board games, just so you know. But losing doesn't carry those good feelings like winning does. Am I right? Losing comes with all of those sort of icky feelings that we get, where we start to kind of question what we're doing. We put in all this hard work, and things don't turn out the way that we wanted to. And so we start to kind of question what could I have done better? How I showed up today wasn't good enough. Maybe I need to try harder. Well, winning brings this sense of satisfaction, like all of that hard work pays off. And when you've grown up playing competitive sports or competing, or you're just naturally competitive, it's hard to shut that off in business, or at least that's how I've found things. And I'm really found things like that in the last year. And what ends up happening is you attach similar meanings to success and failure. You might even go further with it and attach it to not getting the engagement you expected or comments that you want from your audience. It's why a lot of people end up playing small. They don't want to feel the feelings that come with losing or failure. So they end up trying so bloody hard to control the outcome to win or succeed. It's what I've been doing this past year. I've been playing small. And from the outside looking in, you might be thinking, um, Catherine, you launched a podcast, you're serving amazing one-to-one clients, you sold a business, actually looks like the opposite to me. And I totally freaking get that. From the outside looking in, I've done a lot and I've achieved a lot over the last year. I don't want to discredit that. That's not what I'm here to do is to discredit all of the amazing things that I've done and achieved and accomplished over the last year. But it's easy to hide behind doing things. It's easy to fill our days with to-dos. And it's easy to show up when we feel like it online. It's also easy to not even realize when we're hiding. And for me, I've been hiding in my business without even realizing it. Out of safety of not fully stepping into my power. It's like a protection mechanism that we put around ourselves without even knowing it. It's why I've hesitated to relaunch my group coaching program, even though I know that I can achieve massive impact with that program. 
even though I know I can achieve way more impact than I can serving one-to-one clients. Because serving one-to-one clients, I can only do so much. I'm only one person, right? Whereas in a group capacity, I have the capacity to create greater impact, which is my mission. And here's why. Because the outcome in the group coaching environment is unpredictable. And you might argue and say, well, Catherine, it is in the one-to-one as well. But it's not. And here's why. Launching a group coaching program requires me or you to show up full out during the launch with no guarantee of the outcome. We don't know how many people are going to sign up. We might not even have anyone sign up. We might not have people show up. These are all real things that we think in our brains as entrepreneurs, as business owners, online coaches, experts, and thought leaders. These are the things we start to question. What if nobody shows up? What if nobody buys? What if I you know, don't get anybody to even come to my free training? What if I can't get my ads to work? You know, all of the things that start to go through our brain of ours, because there's no guarantee of that outcome, there really isn't. Whereas this is where I've started to kind of make sense for myself, whereas serving my one to one clients felt safe, I don't need to launch. No one needs to know if my launch was successful or not. It's easy, right? Whereas when you're launching a group coaching program, and you put it out to the world, Everybody can see how many people show up to your lives if they show up live. And if one person buys, they'll know that they're the only ones that bought, right? These are real fears that a lot of online coaches and course creators battle with. And I think for me, I just thought I can create the impact with one-to-one. And what ended up happening was I capped out at my one-to-one. I plateaued, so to speak, and I couldn't scale beyond that. But I hesitated launching the group coaching program because the one-to-one felt really safe for me and my body. And when things feel safe, we keep doing it, right? It's being in our comfort zone. We stay in that comfort zone. But as I mentioned at the start of the show, authentically expressing who you are and showing up as the person requires you to get vulnerable. And vulnerability is a choice we make every day. And it's not easy. It's not easy to be fully freaking vulnerable. And I'm going to quote Brené Brown again, because I absolutely love her work and what she's about. Vulnerability isn't about winning or losing. It's having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. And when I read that quote from her, it literally clicked as well, right? I had a coach sort of nudge me and say, hey, like, are you sure that, you know, the one-to-one is where you can have the greatest impact? and I read this quote and I started to think, no, I'm playing from a winning and losing mindset. I'm playing from that. If I win, it's great. and All the hard work pays off. But if I lose, I'm, you know, I have to work harder or do better or do all these things. I was trying to avoid either outcome, so to speak. And it's having that courage to show up regardless of what that outcome is going to be. Because at the end of the day, and you've heard me say this, you know, we don't, can't really control any outcome. We're not really guaranteed anything. And this is especially true for personal brands. And something I felt, like I said, more and more this past year, because I no longer also have the security blanket of my brick and mortar, right? So there's a lot more pressure that I've sort of put on myself to make money in my business, because I no longer have that brick and mortar as a security blanket, as I call it. 
And as the face of our business, as personal brands, if you're an online coach, thought leader, expert, you know, showing up as our authentic selves requires us to get vulnerable. That also requires us to show up regardless of the outcome that might happen. Regardless, we might get haters that comment on our stuff. We might get people that actually rave about it. We might get people that don't show up to our free trainings. We might put out you know, multiple free trainings, and eventually one might click, but we might get people that don't buy. We hear this all the time. It requires us to let go of who we think we should be and embrace who we are. And it's finding the courage daily to do that, right? To be seen and heard regardless of the outcome. It's the essence of why I started this podcast. It's the mission that I'm on, right? It's being able to sit within our own skin and find our own voice and express who we are and not worry about what's going to come back at us or not come back at us for that sake. Because if you're a change maker like I am, playing small isn't going to cut it, right? We, we're here to make an impact. We're here to change lives. If you're an entrepreneur that's out there to want to make a difference, and this requires us to play full out, to create the impact that we want in the world, So my question for you is, A, have you been playing small in your business? Have you been hiding in certain areas in your business? And you might be really successful. You might be doing things in a really successful way and you're making money and that's great and your business is thriving and it's working, so to speak. Or maybe it's not even working at all and you're not seeing the results that you want to see. Either way, where are you hiding, right? And for me, it was launching and filling group coaching programs. I sold out group coaching programs. I also didn't sell out group coaching programs. But I thought, you know, I'm going to go back to working one to one with people, because I can have more of an intimate relationship and connection with them. And I can offer, you know, more transformation and all of the things that I, you know, told myself. And as the year went on, you know, I, I helped people like, 10x their business. I've made great impact, but you reach a certain plateau at some point and it is safe to stay where you are, right? It's safe for me to stay here and continue to serve one-to-one and just sort of stay at that sort of like plateau, maybe dip down, you know, on slower months. It's a safe place to stay. But I know deep in my heart, that I'm here to make a greater impact. And if you feel that calling too, where you want to step up and play full out in your business, my invitation for you is where in your business might you be playing small? Where in your business have you convinced yourself that, you know, this is just the way that it is, or this is as good as it's going to get, or this is as far as I can come, or I can't scale my business beyond this because this is the model that I'm operating in. I want to invite you to take a look and go, am I hiding within this particular model I've created? Or is there a better way that I can do things? Is there a way, a different way that's going to allow me to play full out? And if you take the time to do that, or you answered yes to those questions, one, you know, will you play full out with me? Will you commit to finding the courage to let go of who you think you should be and step into the person that you are so that you can create that impact? If you answered yes to those questions, then I invite you to take a peek, like I said, where you might be hiding in your business or even your life, right? Again, it's all connected, right? There might be things within your life that are keeping you playing small. Maybe it's the environment that you're in. Maybe it's 
the city that you live in. Maybe it's, you know, the people that you associate, maybe you're with people that don't support you or don't support the vision. And so you're finding it hard to sort of grow within your business. And ask yourself and get really ruthless with this. Where are you playing small? Where are you diluting your voice and your brilliance out of the fear of fully being seen? Right? Where are you maybe treading some water here? You know, the people pleasers out there, you might resonate with this, right? If you're a people pleaser, don't want to rock the boat, you don't like ruffling feathers, you want to avoid confrontation altogether. And so really speaking your truth is hard for you because you don't want to offend people. That's something that I know I struggled with for a long time in the very early days of entrepreneurship on the online space specifically. When I owned the wine business, not so much because I was selling wine and I was selling a product and it was it was very different. I wasn't attached to it on a personal level. If you're an online coach, thought leader or expert, you know, it's your face, it's that personal brand, it's your opinion, it's your thoughts that can be criticized. And so I know for the first year of as I was dabbling in the online space 2 years ago, I really was just playing it safe with my content. I wasn't seeing where I could innovate within the industry. I wasn't seeing how I could offer different perspectives because I just wanted to sort of blend in. You know, I wanted to stand out, but I was also wanting to blend in. I don't think I was really fully prepared for what standing out would be like. Um, And so it was easier to blend in. And so again, we can do this very easily with personal brands in our business without us sometimes even knowing it, because we're kind of just keeping sort of that neutral, you know, we want to keep harmony with what we're doing. We don't want to offend people. We don't want to call people out. And it's not that you have to call people out, but there are ways to sort of look at what's going on in your industry and go, this doesn't work anymore. This is working. And that's the joy of being an entrepreneur, right? We don't need to keep doing things the same way they've always been done. Because that's what entrepreneurship is about. It's about innovation. It's about doing things differently. It's about having a different perspective come to the table, right? That's why having a team of people that are different than you, right? Not hiring everybody that's the same. And I always thought this for myself is like, I'm just going to hire everybody that kind of works the same way I do, because then that'll be easy, right? So you might be a well established entrepreneur at this point, And you are sought after in a lot of ways, but you have this team that operates exactly like you do. And they aren't different because it was easier to hire people that think and behave like you. But I encourage you to take a look at your team if you do have one and go, where can I bring in different perspectives? Yes, it can be challenging because you'll have different perspectives, but that's where innovation comes from. That's where we learn to do things differently. And that's why it's so important to really empower people to express themselves authentically, because it's that makes the world a better place, but it also helps us change the way we do things that might not be working anymore, right? And that is okay. That is what we want. We want innovation. We want growth. We want expansion. And the only freaking way to do that is if we show up authentically. And if we take really good looks at where we're hiding in our business, where we're not letting go of who we think we should be, And where we're not stepping into who we truly freaking are, and where we're not feeling safe to bring innovation to the table, right? And this is why I started this podcast. This is the mission that I'm on. I want to be the person that's in that arena with you, who's getting their ass kicked alongside you, because it is not 
easy work, right? This is playing safe is easy. Stepping up and playing full out is not. And it takes grit and it takes courage and it takes being really freaking vulnerable. And that is what this podcast is all about. And that's sort of where I've really started to sort of evolve over this last year specifically, because like I said, I didn't have the security blanket of my brick and mortar. And I had to play full out, even though I played safe in the last year. Like I said, it's only been a couple of weeks here where I finally kind of got the, you know, smack in the face, not physically smack in the face, but my mentor outright asked me like, is being in your one-to-one and serving your one-to-one clients, is that like, feel safe for you? And and it does, it feels totally safe and comfortable. But knowing the impact that I want to make, and if you're listening to this episode, and you've listened to the other episodes, and you know what I'm about, and the vibe that I bring to everything that I do, you know that playing full out is what I'm about, but also doing it in the most authentic, transparent way. And I'm just here to encourage other people to do that and encourage you to do that. And that takes sometimes sitting with the with the crap and and peeling back the layers and doing the inner work that, you know, isn't the sexy work, so to speak, right? You know, isn't the sexy things that we talk about in business, you know, we talk about getting clients and making 10k and making, you know, six figures and multiple seven figures. And that all sounds sexy and having the time freedom, ooh, that's sexy too. But you know, it really is the inner work and the peeling back and coming back to who we truly are and letting go of who we think we should be which is the real work, I think, and is what really is going to, you know, raise the vibration and elevate us all. And that's what I'm here to do. And so I invite you if you're ready to play full out in your business, and you're ready to step up in your business to stop for a moment and and really get real with yourself of like, where you're playing small and where you might be diluting your voice. And But then in the same breath, like where you can create and add innovation into your space for the better, right? If you are that people pleaser, and you don't want to rock boats, and you're not wanting to ruffle feathers is like, think of it as expansion, evolution and growth and innovation and think of it as a good thing, right? Versus thinking of it as, oh my god, I'm gonna piss people off if I, you know, point out what isn't working anymore, or I point out how things could be done better. Think of it as a benefit, right? Think of it as, you know, adding instead of taking away or causing havoc within or chaos within the industry that you're in. Because that is what, you know, especially thought leaders and online experts and online coaches, you know, if you're wanting to be sought after and you're wanting to stand out in this, that's where it starts. It starts with where are you innovating? Where are you doing things differently? And where are you looking at how things can be done differently? And that requires you to play full out. And that requires you to step outside of that comfort zone. That requires you to look at where things might not, you know, they might be working in your business. But if you're wanting to create that impact and grow, how can you step into that person? And what do you need to do to do that? Right? Does that mean you know, hiring a mentor or coach? Does that mean hiring somebody like team members within your business, but really encouraging you to look for team members that don't offer the same perspective as you? Because that's where innovation lies is in our differences. And so that is the lessons that I've sort of learned over the last year, so to speak. I always sort of felt, you know, as I, 
really sort of dawned on me. I think I was ready for the message. And this is one thing that I always think about when I'm looking back and self-reflecting. Like there was always a part of me in the last year that was like, why are you playing safe? And I have a really lovely friend of mine who I've met in the online world who has asked me that a couple of times, if I'm being honest. But it wasn't until my mentor like asked me and it kind of hit me in the face. And sometimes it takes that, right? It's like you feel it, you kind of know, okay, like I'm not playing full out as I could. I'm not fully stepping into the person that I need to in order to create the impact that I want in the world. And you have people that kind of mention it and you and they say it and you're like, oh, yeah, okay. And then you move on from it. And it really was like a week ago, it was like a smack in the face. But it's something I've always sort of been feeling over this last year in my business. And, and I know now more than anything that like for us to really kind of change the spaces that we're in and to create the impact that we want, we truly, truly need to start thinking about how we can bring innovation in and innovation requires us to sort of get vulnerable with who we are and to, like I said, strip back those layers and to get sort of clear. And that might take time. And I want to preface that. And I want us to sort of give yourself some grace. It's not something that just like happens overnight, as I shared, right? It's like, over the last year, you know, I've had this same friend say it to me probably three times, like, in voice messages, in a text message, it's like, why are you playing small, you know, and came with other things. We were chatting, we were talking about business and mod, you know, all the things that we talk about. And it was, you know, I have a question to ask you, like, why are you playing small kind of thing? And that's probably been like three, three times she's asked me that. And so it does take time for these things to integrate for us to embody them, right? So I don't want you to think like, okay, I'm just gonna go now and write in my journal and things are just going to come up and I'm going to have a solution here and figure that things out. That's the logical mind that's working. I need to step by step. I need to know a time frame. I need to know how long this is going to take. I can't tell you how long it's going to take. It can take a year. It could take a lifetime. I don't know. But I do know that it's worth doing the work and it's worth looking at and continually looking at, right? It's like, where do we get comfortable in life? And that's what I think attributes to going through the motions. And I think it attributes to people just sort of like walking through this I'm fine fog. Sometimes we don't even know that we have a problem or that something is amiss or, you know, we aren't fulfilled. And Rachel shared two episodes ago, you know, that like a lot of people don't even know they have a problem. And so part of what we do in this world of helping people is we have to show them, we have to create problem awareness well, if you think about yourself as a human, then, right, where there's so much we can learn about who we are, just by learning who our audience is and our clients are, right, is like, if our audience isn't aware of problems that they have, lots of times we walk through life, not really aware of like, where we're playing safe, where we might be diluting our voice, where we might be dimming that bright light that we're here to shine. And that all goes back to conditioning, right? And I use the example of competitive sports, because it's been ingrained in me winning, losing, winning, losing, winning, losing. And it wasn't until I stumbled across that quote from Brené Brown that I was like, it's not about winning and losing, right? It's, it's not. But when it's so ingrained in that subconscious mind of ours, we it's it's conditioned within us and we don't even know it until we know it right it's like we have to like it's like snapping out of a dream we wake up and we go oh goodness i can't believe i've been like 
approaching my business this way or life this way and not from like a shaming perspective is just like that's what growth and evolution is that's what expansion is right it's like waking up to the things that we might not be doing as well as we want to or waking up to like having gone through the motions for a few years and now going okay well I want a better life or a better this or whatever it might be and so I invite you, if you are wanting to create impact in this world, a greater impact than maybe what you're creating now, I would invite you to take a look at where you might be playing small in your business and where, like I said, you might be diluting that voice or brilliance of yours out of fear of fully being seen and remembering that, you know, vulnerability is the key to this, right? Vulnerability isn't about winning or losing. It's having that courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. And that, my friends, is this entrepreneurship journey. That is what being an entrepreneur is. We have no clue what that outcome is going to be like. But if we're grounded in who we are, what we stand for, and we have that bigger mission and purpose, it makes showing up so much easier knowing that We've got that purpose. We've got that bigger vision that's bigger than who we are. And we can show up. It's finding courage, though, to do that regardless of the outcome. And when we live in this business entrepreneurial space, it's hard sometimes because we attach so much of our success to metrics, to data, to numbers, how many clients we have, how much money is coming in the bank you know, how many people converted on our ads, how many people converted on our landing page, whatever it is, we look at these numbers as, you know, the measurements of our success. And yes, we do need money in the bank to have a business. And we do need clients. If you're in the service-based business, if you're a product-based people buying your products, right, we do need to see that. But it does require us to know deep in our hearts why we're doing the work that we're doing and be connected to that even in the face because sometimes that outcome or that expectation that we have it doesn't happen overnight it might not happen in a week it might not happen in two we've got to find ways if our purpose and our mission is to create the impact that we say we want to create is to find ways to make it happen and i've even had mentors say at some points along the journey to people like if that requires you to get a part-time job so that you can bring your vision to life, then do that, you know, um, then do that. So there's lots of things, you know, that, again, I've, I've sort of like reflected over the last year. And, you know, I just really, really, really hope and want for all of you out there in this entrepreneurship journey, one, you know, it isn't an easy road, so to speak, all the time. There are lots of really big highs and some really low lows. But, you know, if, like I said, you have that deeper mission to want to help and change the world and, and make an impact, then it sort of helps make make those highs and lows, you know, better better at points. But I'm just here to, you know, I'm, I'm telling you on India Arena, get my ass picked right alongside you. And I just want to inspire you to keep going and that your mission and your vision is worth it. And that I believe in you, even if I don't know what you're up to. That's why I want to connect with you. Because like I said, I am all here to be, be your rally and hype girl in the arena as we get our asses kicked, so to speak. So Anyways, that's a little bit about my story over the last year and and sort of what I've experienced and what I've learned. And I hope that there's some takeaways here for you. 
and maybe, you know, you're starting to realize where you can start to play full out in your business and where you might not have been playing full out to date. And uh, I cannot wait to hear how you decide to, to step up and play full out. And I'm, I'm here for it. So hope you guys have a fantastic day. Cheers. Now on episode number 25, I'm going to share how you can amplify your impact as a coach, thought leader, and online expert. As you know, we can sometimes play small in our business without us even knowing it. And I'm here to help you play full on out. But before you go, I have a huge favor to ask you. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd love for you to take a screenshot of you listening to it and tag me in IG stories at Creatively Owned. Why? Because it shows me that what we're sharing is valuable for you, but it also allows me to connect with you outside of this podcast, right? I can have conversations with you on Instagram. I can follow you. I can support your business or your ventures or whatever it is you're up to. And so it really helps me connect with my listeners outside of the podcast. So I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Cheers. Thanks for listening. We'll see you right back here next time. You can also find us on social media at Creatively Owned and online at creativelyowned.com. Until next time, keep showing up as your authentic self.